G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, the Western Australian state election is on this Saturday and for most observers, it's a foregone conclusion that the McGowan Labor government will be returned in a landslide. And not hard to make the prediction given the Liberal opposition leader Zach Kirkup has already conceded they can't win and are in survival mode hoping to maintain seats in the WA Upper House. One of the recurring concerns with commentators on this program is the social policy issues in the Labor platform. The most glaring is in the likelihood that the McGowan government will follow Victoria with their laws that criminalise Christian prayer and pastoral care for people with unwanted same-sex attraction. Well, one of those ministries directly affected if the McGowan government pursues that is led by James Parker. James is an abuse survivor, a former gay rights activist. He's also very passionate about the godly restoration of men and women. James is joining us. James, welcome along to 2020. Thank you very much, Neil. It's good to be on here with you today. James, if the McGowan government is returned on Saturday and they pursue this policy just like Victoria, what does that mean for someone in the ministry role that you have? Well, basically what happens is uh, it's basically a dagger to my throat, to say the least. And, um, I mean, just think very carefully. I mean, most of my days are dealt with dealing with people who have undergone horrendous childhood sexual abuse. I deal with a number of different people who are Aboriginal um, and their stories are, in some ways, they're, they're almost unprintable because most people just couldn't palette what, they, what people mention. Uh, but also it's helping people to deal with porn addiction and sex addiction. And uh, there are many, many people out there with sexuality that to some degree or other is fluid. Um, and therefore, a number of people have unwanted same-sex attraction. A great deal of our teenagers today are questioning their identity. And uh, what happens is basically it would put, what would it mean if, if the McGowan government gets back in it, and, and passes a law like this, which it's said it will do, then what happens, it will put children and uh, uh, vulnerable adults onto a trajectory that basically is leading them to a cliff edge with no choice of return. That is absolutely catastrophic. James, that is likely to happen under a McGowan Labor government. Uh, Give us your impressions, though, uh, where the Zach Kirkup-led opposition might be on even a similar bit of legislation. Well, let me say this is um, clearly this has been of great concern to much of the Christian um, uh, body here in WA. And so what happened is uh, we, uh, a number of us have looked to have a meeting with both the Labour government and the Liberal government on this. Uh, we've met with the, the Liberal Party and they turned around and said that they have no intention whatsoever of bringing a bill of this sort into Parliament at all. Uh, the Labour government, on the other hand, we haven't been able to get a meeting. Uh, a number of us have written to Mark McGowan um, and he's uh, basically passed the buck 
on the occasions when he's responded, and he hasn't always responded, and basically said, go to my head of policy. We've had nothing whatsoever from Labour's head of policy. Nobody wants to even begin to talk or to discuss this. They're all writing on this, oh, we're so strong and we're so safe because of COVID, 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 COVID. And therefore what's happening is we, we are unable to see exactly what is happening behind the COVID lines and the policies that actually are being spewed out. And let me say this, you know, and, and, and I'm not sort of partisan to any particular party. I just want a good society, mate. My life's too busy for anything else. But all I can say is this is Labour has failed on numerous policies during the past four years. Uh, and therefore, Mark McGowan is very, very deliberately looking, at trying to ride a wave purely on the fact that he's kept the borders closed here in WA and stopped us from having uh, a similar scenario to what's happened in particularly in, in Sydney and in Melbourne. Challenging when the government's not answering your calls, won't meet with you because there is some new research out. It is very, very effective and it's reliable research on these issues that you deal with on a day-to-day basis. And, uh, of course, a lot of our listeners have access to that if they went to the free-to-change website. But uh, this new research that is out, is it a game-changer and is it being ignored, do you think, by people at the, the top levels of government? Well, let's put it this way. Certainly, Daniel Andrews' government absolutely and totally ignored the research that came out from, from freetochange.org.au. And that co- contained the um, dated contemporary name stories of 78 people who had undergone different types of uh, counselling and therapy, prayer support, being part of a, a peer support group, um, going on retreat. And um, these 78 people all found that the support that they got, the support therapies they got, it offered them positive and beneficial help um, with long-lasting change. Uh, that is just, I mean, that's incredible to be able to to see something like that happening. But all the Andrews government did, and it's very likely that this is what the Mark McGowan's government will do, is they will only look at a document called Preventing Harm, Promoting Justice, which I think should read Preventing Justice, Promoting Harm, which comes out of La Trobe University. And that's where the same Safe Schools program came out of from the Australian Research Centre in so-called Sex, Health and Society. And the research they, they, they've been basing these laws on um, is from 15 non-dated anonymous testimonies. We have been able to find out that some of the testimonies are over 40 years old. And so what's happening is that um, there's been an absolute failure to consult with those who've experienced any form of positive effect on therapy, such that the Lesbian, Gay, Bisexual Alliance, a national alliance here in Australia, has turned around and has been deeply, deeply critical, if not the most critical, of this law. They say it's unasked for, it's unnecessary, they say it's deceptive. And even the LGB alliance is saying that it's homophobic and another form of conversion practice. And their concern and their right to be concerned is that it undermines children's safeguards and that it will harm the bodies, the rights and protections, not just of people who are same-sex attracted, but particularly of women and children. So, you know, any decent citizen needs to be incredibly concerned about this. Even the British Women's um, uh, Olympic Association in the UK wrote to the Victorian government, to Daniel Andrews' government, and said, please, please, for the sake of women's sport globally, do not introduce this bill. They ignored 
everybody and anybody. And all we all see is, is, is this beautiful work, really, of just really being able to honor each other as men and women and equality. It's all being smashed by the people who's, who keep preaching, you know, tolerance and love and equality. They're doing the absolute opposite, Neil. They're doing the opposite. The opposite is happening. And uh, when Christians speak up, James, uh, people think we're self-serving in that. And there is a sense in which, of course, we object to Christian practice like prayer and pastoral care being criminalised. But here you're drawing attention to very much uh, what is one of the big important issues here, that when this sort of legislation comes in, it closes the door on hope for people who have unwanted same-sex attraction. What are your concerns for your clientele, the people that you are helping through issues in your day-to-day ministry? Well, I mean, I'll put it this way already. People here in Western Australia have now have a new uh, sort of lining of fear and anxiety. We've been we've worked, spent a lot of time working on people's deep-rooted fears and anxiety and their low self-esteem. And when they feel that actually they can't even have a conversation, that their freedom of speech, their freedom of conscience, their freedom of religious practice, their freedom even of assembly and association are now under threat. All this does is basically, you know, Medicare is going to have to have a hell of a lot more taxpayers' money pushed into it. Uh, and we're going to see people like Headspace and other places. Who, well, we're going to see that they're going to be very busy. We're going to see more suicides um, as a result of this because people now will be frightened to go anywhere near therapists. And uh, the, the challenge is this, is actually this law penalizes the therapists or the people praying. So even if people continue to ask for help, all they will be met with is a brick wall. And that means that we are we literally now in a, a nation which we've referred to as the lucky country is now we will actually rather than being a blessed land will become more of a cursed land. But the great news is this, and, and, and I have to end on something positive really here is uh, the, 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 the thing that our legislators have failed to understand, Neil, is, you know, people have talked about curing of homosexuality. Well, homosexuality arises in a person's life out of a number of different issues that have happened to somebody, the environmental, the emotional influences of their lives. So even trying to pray that somebody would be freed of homosexuality is in and of itself, it's, uh, um, you know, it's, it's impossible to do that. What is possible is to take the different issues that somebody might have in their lives and to pray through them one by one by one. And the law can't stop us doing that. So what happens is, if people come along and they say, look, I've got an issue with low self-esteem, or I've got an issue around sexual abuse, or I've got an issue around my uh, fatherlessness, or I'm just too emotionally ingrained in the emotional of women, for example, for a man, or or women come along with a hatred of men, we can still pray with them. We can still work with them. We can still walk with them. And also, as Christ enters into the, into the center of these people's lives, his light will shine, the darkness will flee, and people will still be able to live restored lives and to be able to grasp onto hope. Uh, so that's certainly the angle I'm taking things from, and that's very much where my focus is at this time as the W election hits us uh, towards the end of this week. And late last year, you and I had a wonderful conversation, James, and uh, what happens before and after prayer. And when we've got this issue of prayer, prayer being aligned as one of those Christian practices uh, that uh, they've already got this in the state of Victoria, it's aligned with torture practices. 
and therefore outlawed. And it is the heartbeat of your ministry to be able to pray for people through issues. And prayer is a very powerful thing that actually sets people free, doesn't cause trauma in the way that is being portrayed in the legislation. Let me point people to, you mentioned a website where they can find some information that is really reliable information. Free to Change is the name of the website, freetochange.org.au. And for people wanting to connect with James Parker, you can find James on YouTube. You can also follow him on Facebook and on Twitter. Look for James Parker in WA. James, thanks so much for your insight today and uh, all the best as things roll on as to how your ministry will look if the McGowan government, if they win a landslide election result this coming Saturday, how they might approach this whole issue. James, thanks for joining us today on 2020. Thank you very much, Neil. It's been great to be with you today. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.